Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Oh, we're just hopping and skipping through a Thursday here on the Lori and Julia Show. I talk 1071, everything entertainment. Thank you for joining us. Lori will entertain us later in the hour with another one of her inimitable Don't, don't, theory. don't make any promises you can't Exactly. Keep I'm not the one who has to keep the promise. You right. Are. I know. No. So don't make the oh, promise okay. the people. I'm sorry. That's right. Right. Never mind. Forget That's it. That's right. We can only deliver what we can deliver, Donnie. <laughs> okay. And I mean we by Lori. I know. That's <laughs> <right>. <laughs> Way to stand I behind mean, her. I know, I, it really I mean, is. Yeah. Like support. Ooh. Yeah. Lori, I razz Lori all the time about I, owning pets or owning anything and taking care of anything besides herself. Yeah, and uh, yeah. we just went into a deep thing at, during Random Thoughts today, if anyone wants to listen yeah. to the 415. Jeez, oh, I'm supposed to stay ground. It's Mercury in retrograde. I mean, I, I remember, thought it was over. No, not till yeah. the 31st. I'm having trouble staying grounded in reality. But that's Who a typical thing. Who wants to be grounded in reality? Not me. It's boring. It's boring. <laughs> Weighs you down. <sighs> I really am looking forward to the Willie Nelson remake of Old, Old Man Old Town Road. <laughs> I was, think it'd be a winner. That was so weird. Oh, no. I know. Hello. Are we going to play that Willie Nelson song? Yeah, I know. I and know. you're like, what? where were you what? last hour? <laughs> you know, Cardi B is going to be in town on Saturday night. Here at Excel yeah, or yeah. Target or where? Yeah. She's at the Target Center, I believe. Oh, she is? Yeah. She'd be a firecracker to see, boy. Yeah. Oh, She gosh. would be fun to see. All right. So, yes, dear. So Paul McCartney uh, <laughs> was on the Today Show. He sat down with Al. And, uh, you know, he, since he's been married to Nancy Chevelle, she's got, she's weaned him off of his hair dye. Is he going gray? Oh, yeah. He, yeah, very, oh, yes. with a little bit of brown. Uh, you know, John Fogarty, I saw him at the Jazz Fest, and I know his girlfriend must be like, oh, maybe 30. His hair was like chestnut brown, like a filly uh, running in the Kentucky Derby. Okay, so look, lustrous look, and dark. Look, 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 just a little bit up. And the problem with Paul McCartney, his looks orange. I mean, there is a real. He used more of an oranger and then more instead of an asher. Whoever colors Mick Jagger hair is really good Mm. at it, and um, and whoever colored um, what's his name that was on Barry Manilow's hair today that was on Good Morning America, his his sandy brown at eighty five still looks good. Rudy Giuliani, I saw him on something and it looked like shoe (laughs) polish, and his head was orange. I mean, he was rocking just great. At some point, Uh, yeah. So the guy from James last night in the band, his goatee and mustache 
and and the side hair he had. I know he had a completely shaved head, but all of his facial hair that he had was a very nice color. Orange. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A nice light, you know, brown, but not like too dark. I swear. It's tricky. Uh, well, everyone grew up with the spray on the beard, spray on the hair. Yeah. You know, Ron Papel. Mm-hmm. So he is. My dad struggled with the color. Yes, The I color know. spectrum. Yeah, so my dad, too. It was heaven when he took off the toupee and we could just be who he was. But then he colored his beard, beard and stuff. And, and for a while there. It's hard when you start spray painting your body, too. But <laughs> when he went to the gray, though, then it was like sometimes he'd go real lavender. Oh, oh, Laura, you're just bringing Lavender. up all my father's secrets. No, but it was so cute. <laughs> Not really. It, well, it kind of really. was. I mean, I, they have Lavender. that tint that gives it a lavender tint. That's to called keep it white. Yeah, that's called Sister Rosalie. Yeah, you know, right. purple from well, Immaculate Heart of Mary. Paul, it's good to be Paul McCartney. All well, right, of you course think? it's You're good real, to be him. Real good. I can't now. think of one bad thing about it. <laughs> well, guess what he's gone and done now. Written a children's book. Here we go. When I think children's authors, I I wouldn't have thought Paul McCartney. No, I mean, it was that one of my grandchildren one day said, Hey, grand dude. I thought, that's kind of cool, you know. It got me thinking. Uh So I I wrote down some little stories. Hey, grand dude is about a granddad Mm -hmm. whose grandkids call him grand dude. Oh, that's a big one. And he calls them chillers. So they have adventures. As my kids and the grandkids were growing up, I always loved reading to them at bedtime. I just loved being part of that experience. So it would be nice to have a book. Do your grandkids, when they were younger, did they have an idea that Grand Dude was this world-famous musician? No. No, they didn't. You know, I say, people come to see me. People pay to come and see me. I'm famous. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. (laughs) Grand Dude is about the cutest name, though, I've ever heard of for an an alternate, you know, to Grandpa. Don't Mm -hmm. you love that, Grand Dude? But is that why to write a book? Julia, I mean, when you're Paul McCartney, you can have these uh, brainstorms. Grand Dude is cute. What would be the equivalent for the gal? I don't know, but... There's a ton of t-shirts out there. This is not new. It's not new. Hey, Grand Grand Dude. Dude. Yeah. Anyway, but when you're Paul McCartney, you go, hey, I'll get an illustrator and I'll write a book. And, right. You know, I mean, this is how it happens for him. Jeez. I know. Let's play the next one, Donnie, about music. I mean, here you are making music for 60 years. Is it as much fun now? Are you enjoying it as much as you did then? Yeah, it's completely different. How? Cause, well, because I'm a grown-up. Okay. <laughs> you know, I think back to when we were kids. During our first sessions. And you were kids. We were kids. I mean, we were early 20s. So we were wide-eyed. So it was that kind of wonder. Wow. Recording studio. Now, you know, after 60 years, it's not that. It's a different kind of thrill. Mm-hmm. Writing the music still a thrill. Because out of nowhere, you produce a rabbit. You know? And, wow. It comes and out of a If hat. you get one you like, it's a great feeling. But it's a completely different vibe from <laughs> the kids knocking out a record. I don't know why I can't respect him right now, but it's just, yeah. when Al does these, I, I don't like Al doing these things. He I is, turn the channel yeah. because he he just is like, Ugh. 
I don't know what it is. It's not very specific. Well, when he does it, it just it seems so mockery. Well, just humor me with this okay. one. It, Paul McCartney does not always, I think, remember the words to all of his songs. Sure. So, because, uh, I mean, he does, I mean, he does seem to enjoy performing I still am going to go sure, see him. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I've I see seen him is. twice. I saw him when he was at the Target field a couple yeah, of years did. ago. It was yeah. super hot. Yeah. And I was like, uh, he, I, why was I missing him all these years when he would come? Why would I like go, oh, I don't need to because see him? Because you didn't like him when he did Paul McCartney and Wings. But I did like Wings. I loved Wings. And when this Band on the Run Band comes on, he plays that. He sets off fireworks. I love that song. Yeah, that's a great song. Well, here he is. One more. One more. Is this true that sometimes you have to relearn the older stuff? Yeah. I have to relearn everything I've written. It's because I'm 77. So you can't retain them all. We go into rehearsal and I learn them, you know. Oh, yeah, that's how it goes. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes when you're relearning them, do you kind of look and go, you know, this is pretty good. I do. I really do. You know, that's, that's one of the joys of doing some of the old songs. I said, oh, that's clever. I wouldn't have done that. What? Will you let Al kiss his butt? help it. Right. Do you ever I just think, man, grand dude, grand this dude. is really good. I don't know what it is about <laughs> when Al Roker does these things. It <laughs> yeah, bugs me. We're going to try real hard then to stay is. away from Al Roker interviews. I mean, because I thought with someone Willie could Geist sit down and instead of kissing their butt, just ask some real questions. Yeah, I know. Or uh, his hey, wife. Dude. What his would wife, you want to ask him? His wife over at ABC does a good job. What's his? What's her name? You know, he's married. Oh, to, he's uh, married to Deborah the Q- Roberts. Yeah, she does a great job. Yeah, she does their she, kind of their long. Yeah, in-depth. she does, and he. Yeah, he. Yeah. It's just hard. It was too kissy uppy. Okay, how about this? Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, maybe you just started out like, oh, you know, forget I love it. You. We're moving on. I'm not going to have you dude. Uh, redo that T-shirt's that already out there. Uh, so TMZ caught up with Priscilla. I don't mean to be so bitchy because I like you, him. You can't help it right now for whatever reason. Well, with him. Yeah, right. Right. We, do we need to waste any more time then Not on really. it? Not really. Well, right. we wasted a lot of time hearing about your pets well, and the neighbors who ate them. It, it, Julia, that at least had a, an ending. Well, you never let me get started yeah. to have the ending. <laughs> Can we move on? You Please. were kvetching from the minute <laughs> oh, that started. I know it. <laughs> I'm having I to watch you. I fast forwarded it this morning, too. Yeah, okay. Here we go. Okay, here we Priscilla go. Presley is leaving LAX. A reporter says to her... Oh, I thought you were going to say Scientology no, or something. No, no, no. She's caught leaving LAX, and they ask her, you know, because this Elvis movie is happening. Right. And Priscilla was, you know, his Elvis's only wife, the mother to his only kid. And um, so first they asked her about Austin Butler being cast as Elvis. She... And whether she was consulted, she had no. She didn't say anything, uh, but she did claim she knows what's going on, and that she's been in touch with Boz Lerman. Before adding, she's not saying anything. Okay. And when asked about the possibility of Lana Del Rey mm-hmm. playing Priscilla, she just said, "I like Lana." Uh-huh. What is Lana acted in? Well, I don't know, but she better get her Aquanet set bouffant to an acting class. Chop, chop, wiki, wiki. 
Who well, dread- she does look like her. That's for I sure. She looks dressed- so much yeah. like so her. So did Casey Musgraves. Remember when she did the Priscilla Presley look? Yes. She would be. But uh, Lana might be too old because Austin Butler is 27. Lana is 34. She's 34. Remember, yeah, I will remind old. you of the creepy fact that 24-year-old Elvis first met Priscilla when she, she was, was 14. 12. Oh, 14. Um, so, anyway... Is Lana Del Rey just a singer? Yeah. Uh, I can't find any acting I can't either. for her. No, I can't I really, either. I guess for me, it's just I would love some actress to play I would that. love it if Riley Keough could do it. No. Elvis's granddaughter. Kidding. What about his daughter? She's too old. Too old. She's 50. Do we feel like she's okay? Priscilla, I, I mean, uh, Lisa Marie, mm-hmm. fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Totally fingers yeah. crossed. But Riley Keough could be the right age. She totally could. That's oh, kind of brilliant stunt casting. Hello, Boz Lurman. Call me up. Boz, do you have Lori's number? Because <laughs> we don't want you to screw this one up. This Elvis biopic. Yeah. We want it to be good. Yeah. Don't we? Mm-hmm. Is it time for that dirt alert? It is time. Oh, it certainly okay. is. It is time. This is a My Talk dirt alert. All right, Holly, yes. it's Thursday. Let's do it. Is it Thursday? Yeah, it is Thursday. It is Thursday. Yes, and welcome Yay. to your 520 Dirt Alert. Uh, let's start out with a couple of celebrity justice stories. One concerning Bill Cosby. He just settled a defamation lawsuit filed by Janice Dickinson. Remember that she filed this a couple of years ago, and apparently Bill Cosby is not happy about it. Now, Dickinson claimed Cosby's lawyer slandered her when he said her claims of sexual assault by Bill Cosby were false. And she also claimed that lawyer made his remarks at Cosby's behest. Cosby fought the lawsuit, but now his insurance agency, AIG, agreed to settle the lawsuit over Cosby's strong objection. So it wasn't necessarily him settling it. It was the insurance company that settled this. Now, Cosby continues to maintain that this lawsuit was without merit and that he never authorized a statement made by his lawyer. This according to his spokesperson, Andrew Wyatt. And uh, this is the third case in recent months that AIG has settled over Cosby's objections and Cosby's people believes it illustrates it's illustrative of AIG's bad faith and is quote robbing Mr. Cosby of the opportunity to clear his name <sighs> in the court of law. They're sick of him. He's in j- you're in jail, yeah. dude. You've yeah. been convicted. Yeah. You have had the opportunity to clear your name in the court of law and obviously yeah. and it didn't work yeah. for you. So you're in jail right now. Now Janice Dickinson, she had a press conference with her attorney Lisa Bloom this morning and they called it a victory and justice after a rough road. I would say. Yeah, mm-hmm. that included years of insults and attacks for coming forward against Cosby and Janice is celebrating but she says no cash amount can erase the memories and the trauma of an assault. Janice Dickinson today urges women to never give up, know their rights, keep telling their stories, and stop wielding power to perpetrators of sexual misconduct. Now, we weren't privy to the financial terms of this settlement, uh, although it is very large, according to yes. uh, Lisa Bloom. So Good, good for her. She yeah. suffered from... Well, she wanted to put that yep. in her memoir, yep. and her publisher wouldn't let her. Yep. Right. 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 You'll this get, is, she said, well, I thought, how can I get to?
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now, open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. For something that's true. Right. Yeah. <sighs> right. Exactly. It was before anyone was speaking of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. That's before all of these stories came out about Bill Cosby. So good story for Janice Dickinson today. Uh, prosecutors have scrapped meeting with Ponce de la Huerta, the Boardwalk Empire actress, over her accusations to Harvey Weinstein. She says that Harvey Weinstein raped her, and uh, apparently she went over to the Manhattan Prosecutor's Office earlier this week, but they are declining to press charges again. So they have reflected and they have determined the Prosecutor's Office that they did not want to pursue any of the charges that Paz had initiated, and they weren't intending to use her as a witness in any forthcoming cases. That would be those criminal charges that Harvey Weinstein is facing, and he may or may not be back in court in September because they keep on pushing the court right. date further keeps and further out. Lawyers. He keeps changing his lawyers. And you know, with Paz, Paz she, I think she has um, trouble. Yeah, I remember that with time we started. The, oh, yeah, in the yeah. bathroom. But, you know, think about like what she went through with him and she comes to America. Yeah, English is in her first language. Yeah. And yeah, that seemed to be a big story with him that he was very anxious to meet uh, ladies from other countries Absolutely. after a certain Who while. Had because, no power, and also because the stories had been getting shared in the Hollywood circle. Right. So then, when the actresses from other countries or models, they were even e- easier to. Because they didn't know the scoop yet. They didn't. Yeah. yeah. They didn't have time to trade stories at right. all. And they're like, I'm in New York City and I'm going to meet with Harvey right. Weinstein. Right. Uh, He's going to help me get an Oscar. Yeah. Uh, let's move on to another story that happened in New York City last night. This is the rumored new relationship between Sean Diddy Combs and Steve Harvey's 22-year-old stepdaughter, Lori. Now, How old is Sean Diddy Combs? He has to be in his mid-40s at least. At I would least. say at least uh, they were spotted strolling around New York City, 49, 49, wearing matching outfits. They both had blue and white striped pants and a variation on a white shirt. He now, looks like her dad yep. in this dorky outfit and she looks like his daughter. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. You can't deny it. No, you can't. I think that Julia's yep <laughs> was Exactly that. Now, these rumors come nine months after Sean broke up with Cassie. He was with Cassie, the singer and entertainer, for a long time. Now, I was reading some really gross, kind of weird rumors about this relationship on the Internet today from my favorite blind item website, net. Allegedly, supposedly, Lori has maybe had some relations with two of his sons, and then now good old dad is maybe getting in on something. Oh, yes. 
Really? That is so gross. <laughs> yeah. So there's That's that. gross. There is that little piece of gossip. I will just let you sit with that. Let's move on over. We mentioned this in the Dirt Alert in the five, at the top of the 5 o'clock hour, but the 2020 SAG Awards have a new date. Mark your calendars for Sunday, January 19th. They moved up one week because the Grammys also air on January 26th, that original air date of the SAG Awards, and CBS is not budging on that. They're like, SAGs, you can just, you know, move yourself over a week. Let yeah, us well, do because it all we started with the Academy Awards pushing them back, you know, off the Grammy. It's all the Academy's fault. It, it is. Blame <laughs> it on the Academy. I, and I'd like to blame the Academy Thank for you. having to come out to this award show so soon. Yeah, I, mean. I wanted a month off and I prefer it back in March. Exactly. Thank you very Give much. Give people something to wait for. Yes, have some anticipation. I know that the Golden Globes are always like the first weekend of January, but let's stretch it out a little bit. Speaking of the Academy Awards, Academy Award winning actor Jeff Bridges has a new gig over on FX. He's going to be starring in the series The Old Man. Now, did you ever read the book The Old Man by Thomas Perry? No? Well, this book centers on a character named Dan Chase, who's going to be played by Jeff Bridges, who absconded from the CIA decades ago and has been living off the grid since then. And when an assassin arrives and tries to take Chase out, the old operative learns that to ensure his future, he now must reconcile his past. Mm. So, sounds pretty good. Sounds good, yeah. Yeah, He's always good. Oh, isn't he? Yeah, he's a treasure. Yeah, Jeff Bridges is good. And I think this might be okay. It's being co-produced by the same people who do Fargo over on Netflix. Oh, yeah. Uh, Not Noah Howley, but the production company behind it. So that's good. Uh, How many steps do you have in your beauty routine on any given day? It depends on what we're doing. (laughs) Clean your face. Yep, clean your face. Put on a... I'm going to say 15. 15. 15. Really? Yeah. In total. Like oh, breaking like it down. mascara on, lipstick on and yeah, everything. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And cleaning oh, your 15. face and the serums and the things. Well, yeah. Liv Tyler has 25 wow. on any given day. And it costs her $1,700. Why are you tell us, us this? the steps? What the heck is she doing? <laughs> well, she's doing this video for Vogue magazine. Oh. And she is walking people through her everyday regime, which starts... By getting her hair out of the way, then she cleanses oh, her face. Oh, if we're face. talking about clipping your <laughs> no. hair back, reaching for the towel, removing your eye makeup with a cotton swab. Well, here's what da- she- Turning the eye makeup removal over on the cotton swab, lifting hand to face. Exactly. I mean, seriously. Well, okay, so she starts cleaning her face with... Do people actually watch those videos to see what somebody's steps are? I mean, I would never in a million years look at this. No, but people watch for makeup tutorials. I do know that. That, I 100%. But I mean, to watch... I don't want to watch anyone wash their face. It's 25 steps with like hydration, serums, makeup, things. And apparently she gets all her hot tips, all her hot skincare tips... Come from good old daddy-o Steven Tyler, because apparently he uses way more skincare products than Liv Tyler ever does. He's more of a girl than she is. Yeah, she says, my dad is so into skincare. When I go visit him, I usually spend half the time in the bathroom with him just going over products. Well, he has to be, because his girlfriends are now 50 years younger than him. And if you want to know a good leg bronzing tip, we did a... um, 
Instagram video. Yes, Lori that's did. right. And look and at Lori's Julia. legs. Hello, Summer. Sally Hansen's spray on legs. There's don't a leg tutorial. <laughs> yes, right. I don't know who watched it, but by the way, we just did one. <laughs> it's on your Instagram. It's so true. It's so true. Yeah, but your steps are like three steps, not 25 yeah, steps. Yeah, maybe Thanks. four steps. Yeah. Okay, four you know, steps. But, you well, know, it's legs. Yes. More room. <laughs> it's yeah. something new. Bigger canvas. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. All right. Well, Thanks, let's see. Ali. You're welcome. Let's get to the traffic brought to you. Just tell them your theory, Lauren. Is Have you ever name? gone in the refrigerator here at work and been so hungry and you've eaten something that didn't belong to you two times. in a work refrigerator? I can think of two. I actually have never done that here. You I haven't? did it twice. Okay. Really? I grabbed a, um, well, one of them was a pop. Yeah. Then I figured that's not yeah. a big thing. And then once I grabbed a, um, no, I think. No? Maybe, maybe one of those, they, was, there seems to sometimes be those nut things in there. Like an excessive amount, so I thought it was from a client or something. Yeah, well, I grabbed one of those once. We in also, eighteen years. Okay, but we also um, have an area where people leave. There's food is there. Yeah, the food extra leftover Everything. from a meeting. Yes, someone sent ice cream yesterday. Right. That's right. Yep. Mm-hmm. Guess what? The theory that people will eat anything left over from a meeting. It'll be gone in seconds, whether it's picked over Halloween candy, stale bagels in the afternoon that came for a morning thing, mm-hmm. suspicious looking sandwiches, but you're so hungry. It doesn't matter. Eat them. It will get eaten. The because, inside you know, isn't browned out yet. <laughs> that's right. People will eat anything at work. And um, uh, so, yeah, people just, a psychologist at the Cleveland Clinic and an author of Six different books on mindful eating says one of the big reasons, mm-hmm. one of the big reasons why people will eat anything at work. Yeah. The number one reason. It's free. That's right, Tom. Oh, are you going to say the time? <laughs> we are motivated to try free things because there's no risk. We also think, oh, we're getting a deal. Yeah. I'm getting a sandwich. I'm getting something. I won't need to get a snack. <laughs> And, of course, oh you know, we mindlessly eat at work. Yes, we do. You know, we hid an afternoon slump, and many of us go lurching oh, around our got... office looking for food. Yeah, mm-hmm. we used to... We, we do it here. Yep, we do. You We've brought been in desperate. the veggie. Anyone have any food? I know. it. Yeah. You brought in the veggie fries today, and I had seeds with crayon raisins and an orange. And, and also eating other people... Watching other people eat triggers our mindless eating. So, like if you go into a meeting and you're like, it's I don't, contagious. Yeah, it is. Uh-huh. It totally is. Yeah. So that. So you're not alone. No, if you're, you're not. Doing this. You're not alone. Um, it's a good way if you started a new company to have a candy bowl. It's a good way to meet people. Yes, it is because people want to come in. That's right. Individually wrap things these days, though. Butterfingers, Twix, mm-hmm. the stuff, the good stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, butterscotch candy, bite of honeys. Oh, bit, bit, bit of honeys, bit of honey, whatever. I love bit honeys. They're, they're hard on your dental work, though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> As you age, suddenly <laughs> that matters. The crowns are not what they used to be. Yeah. Okay, uh, do you have any theories on, like, if you were just to say the sexiest thing on a guy is his 
fill in the blank. Happy trail. Okay. Eyes. Okay. Eyes. Eyes. Happy trail. You think that's... But how do you see a happy trail, you know, like when you first meet somebody? Well, I'm talking about on the beach. Okay. All right. Yeah. Fine. Well, what is the sexiest... The sexiest physical feature on a guy. On a guy. Mm-hmm. You think this is happy trail, really? No, but I like that look. Yeah, but that's... That's right, more what? of once you've gotten to know okay. him and you want to let your fingers <laughs> again. explore okay. the happy trail. Right, what, what do you have is, a theory what about what most women... Thing? His eyes, a smile. Bingo, the yeah. smile, the mm. smile, the smile. Research says that for when it comes to the ladies, mm-hmm. about what they're attracted to and a man, a good smile comes in first. Yep. And um, the rest of the, the the next thing, I mean, then average size junk is second. What we what average what does size that mean? Junk like- is average like size junk is better than like you know extreme Evian bottle water bottle. <laughs> and like that's, I don't believe that the second it, most attractive thing that women find about a man after his smile. Is his junk? Mm-hmm. And then, I disagree. Then, Where, who did this? Then short hair, big hands, a nice back, muscular arms, and facial hair. Okay, who did this survey? I, I don't believe. I do not. You're such a liar. No, you, it's on there. No, I saw it. She's making this uh, up because how would you know the size of the average such junk? Fine. Durex Condoms Commission. Thank you. Theory. Good Lord, Lori. I'm like, this would I not know, be Because yet. straight women, that is going to be like, that's we're, we don't know that till no. we have been physically attracted to you you muscles you know that is such a lie all right go to the next one all right that's not a that one was just theory that theory what was the theory the theory was uh, that durex could commission uh, a study study that would give and lie then lie about it make (laughs) make uh, average size junk because they're trying to sell average size condoms i guess yeah come in second place to a smile no bad pun intended exactly okay do you would you believe this theory that figuring out your arguing style is the key to a happy relationship I do. I think that that would be a good one because if you flare, it's not good. If you can figure out how to, you need to argue. You need to work through things together. And if you can figure out how to do that in a kind way, right? It's probably wonderful. Okay. Well, here's, instead of accusatory or stamping your feet. Or, yeah. Here's this is a, this is a um, a study, and this particular this university. Uh, I said they're, you know, they do studies, they do studies, the but university they, of studies, they wanted to figure out they, okay. So there's the dominant arguer. Mm-hmm. So that's somebody just who screams at you and yells at you and you just sit there. You'll like, be quicker responding and you're going to not let anyone catch up. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. Then there's the non-arguer, which is the, the silent avoidance. treatment, the silent yeah, treatment, the powder, okay, mm-hmm. the powder. And then there's the hitting below the belt. Oh, yeah. Throw, digging up old stuff that you already resolved, but you got to throw it out there again. Remember yep. when you did this? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then there's the disinterested. I don't give a crap. Whatever you want. This is silly. Right. This You're is right. silly. Okay. There's right. that. And then there's. Uh, Pleasing, where you just hate all conflict and you're just likely to just agree to stop the fight in sure. its track. You're right. Whatever you, wh- yeah, you're right. Sorry. Move on. So, so uh, what's our theory? So, the theory <laughs> is that you got to figure out if your arguing style meshes. 
Oh. So if Do you think on the second date you should try to have an argument? No. <laughs> Let's no. just see if we can make it That's through this. Kind of a tough no. One. But I think if you find someone, if their arguing style is hitting below the belt, oh, I don't run. know that you can change that in a person. No, run. Okay. You know, someone who digs up all your old junk and well, and they lash out or they know you've told them something vulnerable and then they bring it up to you oh. as a way of hitting. I that is the that one person doesn't care for you. That is the biggest one that I think is the big red flag. So yeah. that's what you got to do. Like, you just got to figure out, are you in simpatico when it comes to how you disagree? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a big uh and sometimes you agree to disagree. And sometimes people have a style that they have when they're younger that they don't have when they're older. Like, you know, I remember asking my mom once, I was like, what did happen with you and dad? And she said, well, after I get done, you know, after we get done and our kids were so little and it wasn't always such a hectic thing and we weren't always moving, you know, then you find I'm, I'm not, I wasn't the girl of the 50s. That I was in the 60s. I right. wasn't just going to, just because my dad was very much, and I think this was a generational thing. I'm the king of the house. And yeah. You, my wife, and children will follow me oh, and do as I say. Okay. So, you yeah. know, that yeah. suddenly that's not as appealing. That's, yeah. It's not appealing anymore or whatever. Yeah, so, so you got to figure out your arguing style. All right. And if you figure out your arguing style and it works, it, that you, have a pretty good chance of having a mm-hmm. happy relationship. Yeah. So says the theory. Voila. Okay. From the University of Columbia. The, the university that does a lot of studies. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. That's right. The Study University. The study University. It should be one of those. Yeah. There's well, so many. Do. Everyone commission say, but I mean, there's some. You always get good stuff out of it. I mean, you people have to study things to learn. Yeah. Oh, you know that was so. That was wow. That was my aha. Uh-huh, Eureka moment. You have to study things to learn. Well, I like to learn something new every day. So right. thank you. How about this one? You, this is from. This is the theory posited by the University College of London. That looked at 40 grown worthy gags and then they tested it on people. Wait, wait. They're trying to find out what's funny. Are jokes funnier with canned laughter okay. versus no laughter? I think can because it helps someone get the, the if other people are laughing, you'll follow suit. Julia? If they think it's funny, no matter if I don't even know the joke, I got to laugh too. Researchers deliberately even chose weaker jokes. And if it was accompanied by canned laughter, Everyone people thought it was funnier. I believe this. Yeah. 
They said what the study shows is that adding laughter to a joke just increases the humor value, no matter how funny or unfunny the joke is. And that's why, why people use laugh tracks. That's, that's right. Doesn't work for me. I know, but Donnie. Yeah. I'm it's not laughing at just, anything and Even like on a show like Friends, which was recorded in front of an audience with the real laughter amplified during editing for particular jokes that had been well received. They gave it even a more of a push than when it would air. I believe it. So anyway, that's not going away. That the the can't laugh cams. And if you're nervous about why don't doing, we play a laugh track here? And at, help us out every once in a while. At Project Down and Dirty idea. Comedy. I mean, you know, first oh. people were laughing. People left them, and we got out on stage. That helped us. Nothing could be so this year when we do it. Yeah, it can't be anything like that. What that nerve wracking? Well, standing up and doing a three minute stand up by yourself up on stage. I, there's no way that's not going to be nerve wracking. If you're not nerve wracked. Something's wrong with you. You killed it, Julia. But you refused to do it. I, because I knew I would just stand there and just probably and laugh at my pants. <laughs> and I was pretty much that person when I did the other thing, whatever it was, that improv. Oh, yeah, dead eyes. Yes. I'm a, I've become we dead. What? Zombie. So <laughs> taking over. What are they going to make us do this year? I don't know. But uh, usually they let us what, know. Around going the... forward, yeah. you asked for it. So anytime you try to be funny, <laughs> we're going to play that. And uh, the radio audience laughs harder. No, Donnie, we're not going to do say, that. This... Why don't we play a laugh Julie track? did say. She yeah. asked for it. Maybe yeah. just for my jokes, because I need them more than Lori. Yeah. Because I laugh more at your stuff than you laugh at mine. I don't think that's true oh. at all. <laughs> Who is keeping score here? Me, Me you, Me. or Donnie? Me. Oh, you are. Of course, the middle child. Yeah. I am the middle child Always. in this group. No, right. I'm the baby. All right, listen. No, I'm the baby. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. Well. That's true. <laughs> That's true. That is true. I am. I'm the only truest thing you ever said on the Thank show. You for saying it. Wow. <laughs> I know it. All right, listen, when we come back, uh, we got to get to this story about a certain diva. Is she or isn't she? I'm the baby. <laughs> oh, see? <laughs> them playing this while they're cruising down Sunset Boulevard. We have been playing the soundtrack of the new Once Upon a Time in Hollywood that opens yeah. Yeah, song. Great 60s songs. Yeah. All right. What In case do we you're got? wondering, the movie is two hours and how many minutes? 45 minutes, no! which is going to be hell for you, Julia, because you love a 90-minute production. Well, I'll take a nap. <laughs> I'll take a nap. Well, good news for Johnny Depp. He's scored a victory in the Amber Heard $15 million defamation lawsuit. Really? And um, what happened is uh, the Virginia judge ruled on Thursday that the case will remain in Virginia and not be transferred to California as Amber Heard had wanted. The judge agreed with Depp that because the Washington Post wrote this, published her op-ed. op-ed is at the heart of the lawsuit that was published 
in Virginia, the case should remain there. She should have never written that op-ed after she signed the disclaimer because she She, wrote it so close. In time, a public figure representing domestic abuse. Yep. In her lawsuit, Depp takes issue with the article she wrote for the Washington Post in December 2018, in which she referred to herself as a public figure representing domestic abuse. Yeah. Although he was not named, he claims the entire article. Well, everyone, we just were like, oh, it's about... That she was a victim and that Johnny Mm -hmm. Depp perpetrated domestic violence against her. Mm -hmm. He claims her abuse allegations were conclusively refuted by two separate responding police officers the night in it. And remember, they got footage, his uh, private detectives from like 67 cameras. 87. 87. obtained surveillance cameras. And there's a couple famous people that are getting deposed. James Franco. James Franco. That's right. Who saw her within hours of this... or the next day after yep. the punch in the face, or that the, he claimed, yeah, that she, she said claimed. happened. Yep. So maybe she didn't check with the lawyer before writing this. Well, that was just dumb. Well, it makes no? me feel bad for her because I do think that they had a very. I think yeah, I think well, he's got problems. I mean, I guess he's been a. I guess he's been skating on the edge um with his drug and alcohol well, yeah, use for but that a long doesn't time. mean he's an abuser no no i, I mean because we never heard that we about never him. have I heard mean, that yeah, he's a drunk yes we, we know that no you're but right you we never heard go that out and say that about you know yeah the stain and she, the stain is there yeah and she had yeah i mean as far as he is concerned and he's not um He's not dropping it at all. No. Yeah. Wow. Well, that is this, it was a big stain on his. I mean, he lost Pirates of the Caribbean. That could have, you know. Yep. You can't. I think that's bad. You cannot. Yeah. What is it? You can't get your reputation back. No, you can't. Yeah, it's very difficult. Well, it takes you a while. Yeah. Felicity Hoffman's going to get hers back. Yeah. I think so. You have to mea copa big time, and he never mea copa it, and because he didn't have it according to him anything to mea copa. Well, he did the he did the the tragic Rolling Stone interview oh. where he was drunk and stoned for three days, and that seems like, like a like vampire abuse on the part of the Rolling Stone guy. Well, I know, but Johnny's hours were uh, nighttime hours. He's a vampire. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, he could be a genuine well, night owl. Played one on a movie, so. Well, right, you know? right. Boy, I want to watch Donnie. Why do you why do you tease us and post a trailer of a show that looks like really good a TV show? Yeah. Why women kill? Yeah. Uh, Jennifer Goodwin from you Once know, Upon a Time. Yeah, yes. Once Upon a Time, and uh, it's from Desperate Housewives creator Mark Cherry. It is. Yes. What's it called? It's it's called um, it's going to air August fifteenth, and it's called Why Women Kill. It's Lucy Liu, Jennifer Goodwin. And Kirby Howell Batiste, and it's about a housewife in the 60s, which is Jennifer, a socialite in the 80s, which is Lucy Liu, and a lawyer in 2018, who are all dealing with infidelity in their marriages. All three stories take place within the same house, but in these three different eras. Oh, wow. And um, Oh, you're upset with me because it's on CBS All Access. Yes, Donald. Well, other people have it, so I have it. Okay, you I, have I'm it. not going to talk about it because you don't have it? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know the rules. Yeah. We're going to scold wow. you later. <laughs> yeah. You know the rules no, around I here. Did the good uh, wife. I haven't watched no, the one other one. The good, good fight. fight. Good fight. I haven't watched But one. I forgot to DVR the first two. CBS decided to air that this summer. Right. 
So I think, okay, CBS will let me go on demand. Oh, no, you got to buy them. Oh, if you didn't yeah. DVR them, you I gotta, have them, Lori. Is that dumb or what? I ha- Well, I have them all. Yeah, I know. But is it, isn't that dumb on the part of yes. somebody at CBS? If they're trying to get us into something. They want you to sign up for Anyway, all? this show looks really good, but... I'm not paying for anything else. Same. No, I, I just paid my Comcast bill, and I just wanted to die. Yeah. Same. Here's your $1,900. Enjoy. Yeah. Uh, Constance Wu says she is not a, a difficult diva, and she doesn't know who planted that story about how she was a pain in the butt on Hustlers. Yeah, I, I think people are um, buying into her thing because she did have the negative reaction that uh, Fresh Off the Boat got renewed mm-hmm. because she wanted to do some other things. The movies. But, and then they're saying she's such a diva. She wanted her name to be first in the Hustlers, you know, brought to you by Constance Wu, Jennifer Lopez, blah, blah. That was all done so long ago, and her agents negotiated. But don't you think Jennifer Lopez's name is on the front of that? It oh, yeah, her name should be top. Yeah. It isn't, yeah. but this was something negotiated a very long time ago by agents. Yeah, no, Constance Wu will be head of the ticket when it goes over to Asia. I am sure that Jennifer Lopez is top billing. Yes, her name would be above Well, the did you not read the article? Julia, you can't believe a word some of these tabloids say. You know that. Really? Yeah. That's really? I gotta help that, you with this. Oh, thank you. Oh, <laughs> I don't mean you. I just mean, you know. 